1: Thank you for joining us today. In today's message, Pastor Rander teaches us God's specific requirements for praising and thanking Him as outlined in Psalms 100. Every person of every nation is to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. God's word makes it clear that no person or nation is exempt from this requirement. We are to praise Him for His goodness to us in all things. We are to serve Him with gladness and come before His presence with singing. We are to love God praise God and bless his name at all times. He will be teaching from a number of scriptures, so get your pen and paper ready. Now let's listen in.
2: To wane because of, because of giving thanks to God and blessing his name. Yeah, that's right. God requires that we be thankful and bless his name, but so many saints cannot because of ingratitude. They can't bless his name because of a spirit of entitlement. Uh, they can't bless his name because their life is so sinful, yet they're in church. You'd be surprised of people who come into the church after sleeping with somebody they're not married to. Flirting with somebody that's not that you're not married to. I mean, you, you, you'd be surprised... Who, People who come in here that are drunkards, come come in here, they're gossiping, slanderers, and then they're going to hold up, not holy hands, unholy hands. You, you, You see, hooked on pornography and don't even care about it. I mean, uh, uh, angry in your life, an uh, unforgiving spirit, think you're going to worship God. Can't talk to your mother. Can't talk to your father. Can't talk to your sister. Can't talk to your in-law. Can't talk to your grandchild. Man, at something back yonder 20 years ago. It's taken away your joy. Some of you can't worship God and be glad and bless his name because of a judgmental spirit. You, you, you sit in the judgment seat lifted up in pride. But let me tell you something. You're not all that. Some of you can't worship God because you're so handcuffed by tradition the way it used to be. Listen, it's not what you used to do. It's what you're doing for God now. Some of you can't worship God because you're too busy. Too busy. Some of you want me to shut up now so you can have the benediction. You just that busy. But if you're too busy for God, you're too busy. Some of you can't worship God and bless his name because of your impatience. Some of you can't bless his name because of a small mindset. Some of you can't bless his name because you're a habitual grumbler. Say grumble. Some of you grumble, 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 grumble. Like gobble, 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 grumble, grumble, grumble. <laughs> Beloved, if you are a chronic grumbler who is grouchy, Gripes, complains and groans about anyone and anything then it is impossible for you to be thankful and bless the name of the Lord. My friends refuse to grumble because people have to suffer through your grumbling. Did you hear that? <laughs> refuse to grumble. People have to, every time you grumble somebody says, oh, I hope she shut her mouth. <laughs> God in the name of Jesus shut her up. Shed him. Oh, God, don't let her come this way if she's gonna grumble. Some folk have to, they have to suffer through your grumbling. You got to grumble out of. Shh. Often people grumble against those who are not responsible for their trouble. Did you hear that? Often people grumble against those who are not responsible for their trouble. God hates grumbling because it creates discord. God hates grumbling because it creates discontentment. God hates grumbling because it creates dissension which is so destructive and has no place in the Lord's church. Grumbling will tear up the workplace. Grumbling will tear up the church. Grumbling will tear up your own family. When believers are passionately involved in the work of the Lord, they have no time to grumble or criticize because they're so consumed with the work of the Lord. You find that most folk who grumble are not doing anything. They're not in the choir, They're not not on the tape ministry. They're just a professional pew evaluator. (laughs) They sit in the judgment seat. And just grumble. And some folk work and grumble. You grumble when it's Monday. You grumble when it's Friday. You grumble when you fool. You grumble when you have it and you grumble when you don't. Let me just let me I don't know who wrote this poem, but, but the Lord gave it to me. And I just want to read this about grumbling so you can be thankful. Listen at this. They grumble when it's morning, and they grumble when it's night. They grumble when it's raining, and they grumble when it's bright. They grumble when it's hot, and they grumble when it's cold. They grumble when they're young, but a lot more when they're old. (laughs) But there's a new location called Hallelujah Street. We recommend that you move up there and be forever sweet. Leave grumbling alley vacant. Put on no thoroughfare. For God will never bless them if they are set on living there. Beloved, we must ask God to liberate and set us free so that we can bless and worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Hebrews 12, b says, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us. So we can bless the name of God as worshipers after you have turned off the motor of your car. I'm talking about out in that parking lot as worshipers after you turn off the motor of your car. In the parking lot, before you even open your car door, pray and ask the Lord to give you a thankful heart before entering the house of God. We cannot genuinely praise God unless there is thanksgiving in our hearts. Those void of a heart of thanksgiving are vulnerable and allow themselves to be filled with the things that are not of God. Listen, you will not praise God in jealousy, in bitterness, in with a competitive spirit, with pride, with vindictiveness, with selfishness, with fear, and even with worry. You will not praise God, especially in light of what we have gone through as a nation with the hurricanes, the fires, the mass shootings, the political of evil. It's so easy to worry. Worry will take away your praise. Worry will cause you to take on the responsibility for that which God never meant for you to assume. Some of you are taking on burdens that God has not authorized you to take on. Many saints often worry about things that God is already working out. Did you get get that? Many many of you are worried about things that God is already working out. And then when he works it out, then you're embarrassed. We ought to be ashamed. We ought to be embarrassed because it was an inability to trust God and believe that he will work it out on his own time. He's working it out even when we don't understand, even when it seems like time is running out. Many saints often worry about things that God is already working out. Refuse to allow worry to steal your energy. It takes energy to worry. Refuse to allow worry to steal your joy. Refuse to allow worry to steal your health. Worry will make you sick. Worry will give you a migraine. Worry will give you ulcers. Worry, worry will, will just mess you up. It'll cause you to have lack of inner peace and lack of contentment in Christ. Beloved, there must be praise in the heart before there can be worship in the church. There must be praise in the heart before there can be worship in the church. As we grow and mature in our worship, we will discover new reasons to praise God when we worship God. What are the benefits of praising God? And I'm almost done. What are the benefits of praising God? A, a spirit of thanksgiving and praising God will keep us from meditating on evil things that are destructive to the mind, the soul, and the spirit. Do you know what keep you from worshiping and praising God? Thinking on that which is evil. First Corinthians 13, five B says, love things, no evil.
3: That's right.
1: Before we continue with the message, let's search our hearts and consider ways in which we hinder authentic worship of almighty God. Do we always honor, adore, extol, serve, and worship him with joyful hearts at all times and in all things? If we're honest, we'll admit that there is room for improvement. As Psalms 105 tells us, the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Listen in as Pastor Rander continues this powerful, thought-provoking message, and remember to keep pen and paper ready.
2: You feel evil against your children. You think the worst of your children said the best of your children, the worst of your wife instead of the best of your wife, the worst of your husband instead of the best of your husband. You can't see the possibilities. You see all the things that are wrong. The, the worst in members, the worst in ministry, the worst in the workplace. And then you get to conniving and strategizing. And all that stuff is of the devil. Uh, love things no evil, devilish strategies. Uh, B, praising the Lord will keep your mind and lift the spirit of depression. I've never seen so many depressed Christians. It will lift depression. And I'm talking to somebody about radio, television, and even in this church house today. In Isaiah 61, 2B through 3A, it says, Isaiah prophesies that the Messiah will come. What, what will he do when he comes? To comfort all who mourn. Then there are many of you who mourn death of a loved ones, death of loved ones who are hurting, who are grief-stricken. To console those who mourn in Zion. He'll comfort those who mourn over their sins as well. To give them beauty for ashes. Seems like when you look and you have nothing to show for your life. God is able to restore what the locusts of Eden, my friends. This message is about hope. Uh, praise the Lord. He will keep your mind and lift the spirit of depression. The scripture says the Messiah has come. To give the oil of joy. For mourning. And look. The garments of praise. For the spirit of heaviness. I'm so glad that If your heart's heavy. If your heart is heavy. When you begin to hear messages like this. This is why Satan. Keep you from coming to church. Because he knows. If you come to church. You're going to get spiritual medicine. Because Embedded in the gospel is spiritual medicine. Do you not know the gospel is therapeutic? Say therapeutic. It it has healing properties in it. The word of God says, there's a passage that says he sent forth his word and healed them. God is able to heal your heavy heart. He's able to restore the joy of your salvation as you come in here. Praising God will lift the mind and lift the spirit of depression. Uh, See, beloved, if you want to defeat the devil and your enemies, then start passionately praising the Lord. I reiterate, if you want to defeat the devil, how many of you want to defeat the devil? Let me see your hands. If you don't want to defeat the devil, maybe you're on his side. Uh, listen, beloved, if you want to defeat the devil and your enemies, and you got some enemies, you know, everybody like me, stop that line. Everybody don't like you. <laughs> then start passionately praising the Lord. Let me give you one of my favorite verses. If you got a passages, if you got a Bible, please, in the name of Jesus, turn there. 2 Second Chron- Second Chronicles and I'll end with this. 2 Chronicles chapter 20 verses 14 and 15 and verses 17 through 24. Second Chronicles uh, 20 uh, verses 14 through 15 and 17 through 24. Look what it says. If you want to defeat the devil and your enemies then start passionately praising the Lord. Here's a, one of the finest passages on that. Listen. Then the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehazael, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, the son of Mattaniah, a Levite, of the sons of Asaph, in the midst of the assembly. Verse 15 And he said, listen O you of Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem and you King Jehoshaphat Thus said the Lord to you do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude. You know, enemies coming against them. Look what he said. The underline this. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Now, when I, when I get right there, I want to run. Look, if I wish I could just, if I had time, you think I'm crazy, but that's enough right there to make me run all the way out to the, fo- to the foyer and make me run all the way back to the pulpit. pen. I just wish I had. Don't you tell me to do it. I might do it. Uh, f- for the battle is not yours, but God. Now, some of y'all fighting battles that the Lord hadn't authorized you to fight. You better, you better first of all, learn to pick your battles. <laughs> Hear God in the midst of the battles. Now, skip down to verses 17 through 24. You, I love this. Now, underline this. I get happy on every line. See, y'all read too fast. Trying to show you intelligence with God. Stop reading so fast. Look what it says. You will not need to fight this battle. <laughs> now that'll make me shout right there. Some of y'all in a conflict right now. Some of you got issues right now. Some of you trying to work out stuff on your own right now. But I got news for you right here. It says you will not need to fight this. Back. Say it with me. You will not need to fight this battle. Again. You will not need to fight this Again. You will not need to fight this battle. Now, you know what? Then he says, position yourselves. Oh, God. I'm t- position. You know, you know why some of y'all lose battle? You're so quick to run. He said, he didn't say backtrack. He said position yourself. Yes, yes. You know what's wrong with the saints today? They too flighty. Uh, be a shooting down the street somewhere. They, they leave the church over here. Somebody make you mad. You fly away. You get disgruntled by something. There you go. You gone again for six. You go on strike. There you go. Your ties. Bye-bye. <laughs> position yourself yeah. Yeah. look if, that means you gotta stand still yeah. Yeah. and see the salvation of the Lord you know what salvation means? deliverance right. okay that means deliverance yeah. deliverance, see the salvation I'm gonna deliver you, you don't have to fight this battle I just want you to hold your position and watch me work now, that ought to make you shout right there. Ah! Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. They don't know who they're messing with when they mess with me. They, when you mess with my children, you mess with me. I tell you what, just, you don't, don't worry about fighting this battle. I'm going to take care of that multitude. All I need you to do is stand still. <laughs> that's right. Look, look, the Lord who is with you. Now, that's God's presence. Now, see, some of y'all go into battle, but you don't have his presence because you've been lying, cussing, stealing, on taxes, homemongering, slipping and sliding, secret sins, and they you try to fight my battle.
0: <laughs>
2: Devil said, <laughs> you open game. Say, he knows when the Lord is not with you. Who is with you? That's because you're living right. You're talking right. You're holy. Oh, Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear or be dismayed tomorrow. Now, some of y'all don't like tomorrow because things going to happen. The things come due, trouble comes, the surgery comes tomorrow, uh, hardships come tomorrow, uh, that person, that child come back home tomorrow with three and four children tomorrow. <laughs> you see, uh, tomorrow. Go out against them look at, here's, here's a double assurance. For the Lord is with you. You see, you know why you fall to pieces, you get scared, you tuck your tail and run, you forget that the Lord is with you. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will feel no evil for thou art with me. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. For the Lord is with you, verse eighteen. And Jehoshaphat bowed. Here, here, here's what you do: bowed his head as worship, with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord. Look, the king bowed, the people bowed, and they all worshiping God. What would it be like if all San Antonio, the male got up says, "It's time to bow down before the King of Glory." I I want the council to bow. I I want the first responders, the police. We're going to have a day of bowing and paying homage to the most high Jehovah God. We're in trouble as a city. We're in trouble as a nation. So we all going to bow on our faces before the king. And we're going to worship him. Verse 19. Then the Levites. That's that priestly tribe. Of the children of the Korahites. And the children of the Korahites. Stood up to praise the Lord with Israel with voices loud and high. The underline that, loud and high. Y'all get so quiet when you come. You can get I wonder how you can get so loud at the television at the game and you come in here I mean oh, listen When you, if God's been good to you, you ought to say amazing grace. Can anybody I want you to say amazing grace like you really be. Let's say it. Amazing. Um, oh, Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Let's say it again. Uh, oh, how sweet, how sweet the sound. That saved like a rest like me. When you listen, when you got to talk, when you get to meaning that and your mind ain't all messed up, you're not all full of pride. God will move on your behalf. Look, voices loud and high. Y'all, it's too loud in here. I can't hear, I need my earplugs. Verse 20, so they rose early in the morning and they went out into the wilderness of the Korah. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, hear me, listen, when you're in trouble, you learn learn how to hear real fast. Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, look, believe in the Lord your God. That's faith, y'all, you gotta believe in him. Even when the multitudes are against you, when you're fighting battles, that you, that you don't know how God's going to work out. you got to believe in the Lord and you shall be established. Believe his prophets. Why believe his prophets? The, the prophet uh, represented God as he dismissed the word of God and you shall prosper. The word will prosper you. Verse 21, and when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord. Now, see, some of y'all would have struck out right there. I ain't singing. Oh, but he, he said, look, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord. Uh, uh, they, got, they, got, they got their praise group on. Uh, and who should praise the beauty of the holiness? The holiness of God was magnified. As they went out of the, uh, look, out before the army. That was a vast multitude and were saying, look what they were saying. Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. That's what they kept saying. They didn't have a one line. It wasn't 15 stanzas. They said, praise the Lord for his mercy it forever. I want you to say that as loud as, loud as you can. Praise, praise the Lord for his mercy,
1: mercy
2: endures forever. Stand up. You got to stand up and say it like you mean it. Because, listen, we need to shout the devil out of here. And shout the devil! Some of y'all, the devil got some strongholds in your life, strongholds on your children, yes. strongholds on that job, strongholds in strongholds in that health, strongholds from issues that need to be resolved. But you know, we need to we we need to say praise the Lord for His mercy and do. Take it up a notch. Praise the Lord for His mercy and du- Two more times. Pray. Praise the Lord for His mercy in and- one more time Praise the Lord. for his mercy yeah. you may be seeing it they just had a one line of song a one line look, look what happened when they began to say that the Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon against the people of Moab against the people of Mount Seir, who had come against Judah and they were defeated, for so the people of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir. He put them in confusion to utterly kill and destroy them. And when they had look, and when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, they helped to destroy one another. See, he turned the enemy on the enemy. They started fighting each other, and they didn't even know why they were fighting. Like some of y'all do. Y'all been fighting for years. You said, what you fighting about? I don't know. <laughs> uh, they helped to destroy one another. So when Judah came to a place overlooking the wilderness, they looked toward the multitude and there were their dead bodies fallen on the earth. No one had escaped. In conclusion, my friend, if we praise the Lord as we have witnessed in this passage, I believe without a doubt we will see more miraculous deliverances in our own lives if we praise the lord like this we'll see more breakthroughs we'll see more miracle signs and wonders israel was victorious over her enemy because she trusted the Lord, her God, knew that God was with her. She held her position. She didn't run and tuck her tail. She held her position and praised and worshiped her God. And all God's children said, amen. amen. Blessed be the name <laughs> of the Lord.
3: Thank you for tuning into this program for the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. If you'd like to order today's message, visit our website at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more. Tune in tomorrow as Pastor Draper continues to teach us from the Word of God. Thank you for joining us today, and may the Lord's blessings be upon you.